You're listening to Siren Radio with me, Andrew David. I'm still working in what I called the Armageddon headquarters of Siren Radio. It's my back bedroom out here at Nocton. I can look outside and I can look at some wonderful green spaces. Um, and there is a magnificent green space that when I do venture out even further, I go to, and that's Doddington Hall and Gardens. Now, you may remember that uh, back in the summer last year, uh, seems like an awfully long time ago, uh, I chatted to Claire Birch. Uh, it was in June last year because they just got a project on the go, which was linked with the University of Lincoln, which, of course, is where Siren is based. Uh, and that was called Rewilding. Well, it's sort of taken off and that's on the way and that's going well. But there are all sorts of other things attached to it because this week um, is a chance for you to really appreciate and enjoy things out at Doddington Hall in something called Loving Your Landscape. And I've been delighted to be joined by a couple of my colleagues from the University of Lincoln, uh, Bino Machiolo and Wayne Lockwood. And you are both involved in two different aspects of this Loving Your Landscape. Bino, first of all, and looking out the window, uh, the weather's interesting. You're actually involved in a project which is going to take people on a walk. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, yes, our project involves a series of walks, uh, some with, uh, with people with dogs and some without dogs. We have go on a walk around the estate uh, and we talk about the, the rewilding project. And the idea is also to, to understand how people are connected to, to nature and to Doddington Estate in particular. Now, one of the things I remember when I was talking to Claire, she was talking about the way they've had an impact on the estate and the people who were in the estate before Claire and her family were there and the way that they've got lingerie reds and things. But they're now trying to sort of, I suppose, in some senses, step back from too much human intervention and let nature do its thing. Is that what you're going to be exploring when you, you take people on these walks? Uh, we, we want to provide a baseline, baseline information on how uh, people use the estate. So, for example, whether they go for a long walk or for a short walk, whether they bring their dogs, whether they like doing bird watching or any other wildlife watching, in order to understand how the use of the estate is changing with the... the, the with the rewilding project, how the rewilding project progresses. So hopefully the more rewilding um, is done and the more the pro project progresses, the more people will, uh, will uh, use all the facilities of the estate and will spend more time uh, in the countryside on, on walks uh, or watching wildlife. And I'm assuming this is all part of a research project between you and, and your discipline at the university and the estate. Project has different goals. So the first one, as I said, is to, to try to understand how people that, that visit Doddington, how they use the different facilities. Uh, but the key goal is to actually uh, analyze whether there is a link between uh, how often people go uh, to the countryside, and in particular to Dondidon Estate, and how well connected they are to nature. So uh, whether, for example, people spend more time hiking than simply going to the, to the nice cafeteria that the Dondidon <laughs> Estate has, uh, whether they are more strongly and closely connected to nature, which is important because connectedness to nature has two main benefits. The first one is that clearly makes us more aware of 
uh, environmental issues and uh, global warming, for example, and more likely to, to be sensitive to these uh, topics. But it's also important because there's, there is preliminary work done suggesting that people who are more strongly and closely connected to nature are also, also have better health and are in, in, more, in, in better uh, psychological mental health. So there may be a positive effect of being in nature and being connected to nature. And this has so much resonance, but, you know, after being locked down for what, nearly two years, um, that one of the things I think that helped many people was that in the early days, that hour, they were allowed to go out and walk, even if it was around um, somewhere in the city. Um, But if you were able to get to somewhere like Donington or where I happen to be uh, south of Lincoln, that really did have a... I could could sense it and I can understand exactly what you're talking about. It, It... it made you feel a little more human at a time when things were making us feel uh, perhaps in completely the opposite direction. Yes, you are absolutely right. Is uh, We know that unfortunately the pandemic is causing lots of problems on, on mental, mental health and well-being. And clearly one of the main causes, apart from all the financial and all the other aspects on, on our health and, and the risk of the pandemic, but one of the causes of, of uh, um, this negative effect on our health and well-being is that we lack social interactions with other people. But equally, as you say, is the fact that we have been forced to, to spend a lot of time indoor and we haven't had a chance, especially during lockdown periods, to, to spend time outside. And, and we know that this is very important for, for mental health. Bino, for the moment, I'll come back to you because we need to work out um, how people can join up because they need to book for yours. But now let's turn the conversation to Wayne, Wayne Lockwood. Um, There's a a website which people can go and have a look at um, all of the things that are going on. Uh, We'll give that details in a minute. But you're involved in something which has, and I'm looking at the website, it's got some wonderful graphics. It's a very thought-provoking exhibition which has been staged at Doddington Hall. And the, the picture I'm looking at is lots of creepy crawlies and this is something which um, I'm brought to think about at the moment because I'm watching the uh, David Attenborough fabulous series of The Green Planet and he zooms in to look at these creepy crawlies. So tell us a bit about this exhibition and uh, how the university's been involved with it. Well, I'm a senior lecturer on the illustration, The Acles, and uh, we were brought in just to bring some kind of visual communication. I mean, I think illustration is, is a bit of a kind of misunderstood discipline uh, in itself really people think it's you know really just just drawing uh where really we're trying to kind of visually communicate something and when Dunton came to us they were you know kind of I understandably nervous I think about the communication of what they were trying to do with the Dunton estate and rewilding in itself it's you know nature inherently isn't amazingly pretty when you're going when you're going from sort of agricultural sites and rewilding to something more natural. I think there's a kind of intermediary stage where everything kind of looks like it's been let go a bit. And so, you know, we were brought on board to try and communicate the ethos behind rewilding and just to say to everybody, just wait. Wait till they, wait till you see what this looks like at the end. Wait till you see kind of what kind of creatures uh, start coming back to the estate. 
Um, and we're not just talking about the, the large mammals, you know, we're not just talking about the Lincoln Reds and the deer and, and that kind of thing. You know, kind of the really kind of small, interesting creatures, things like dung beetles, which, you know, kind of people don't think exist in this country. Uh, they think, you know, they ultimately think of kind of uh, African savannah and that kind of thing. But we have dung beetles in this country. It's just that cows are given certain things. So the dung beetle larvae just pass through them and die. But they're a fundamental species, you know, and hopefully, you know, we've been able to kind of communicate some of that beauty through. It's not all about dung beetles. <laughs> I'd just like to say that, um, you know, kind of obviously the, the students have kind of concentrated on some of the more beautiful aspects of, uh, of nature. But, you know, some people have understandably become interested in those in those kind of smaller creatures as well. It's utterly fascinating. And if you go to the website, you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, and I'll, it's basically, if you just Google loving your landscape and Doddington Hall, you'll get to it. Um, but there's a wonderful picture, which has, I think, a photograph of some amoebary type things. And then these wonderful, in, absolutely intricate drawings of other things. Uh, and I don't think about them. They're going to make, make me start scratching, I think. But they're utterly beautiful. And it reminds me of some of those beautiful illustrations you used to see from the Victorians in, in, in those wonderfully illustrated books uh, where they'd come back from their trips all over the world. And they didn't have cameras in those days, of course, and so they had to draw them. So it, you've resurrected what may have become a, a bit of a lost art, I should think. Well, I, I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and some some people are more kind of more traditional illustrators, such as Jay, whose illustration is on the website, uh, and some are kind of more computer based. There's a whole range of illustration techniques and uh, a media used, you know, from digital media to traditional media in creating and evoking the the rewilding project, and you know, kind of different approaches to picture making as well. Some uh, are more surreal. Um, the picture, I mean, even though, you know, kind of the, uh, Jay has done these quite traditional elements within her picture, when you see the picture as a whole, the entire poster, it's actually quite surreal. Um, and I won't spoil it for you. No, I want no, everybody no. to go and see it in absolutely. the flesh. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. And so your particular part of this, in fact, the whole thing, I think, is free, um, but you don't have to book to go to see the Wilder illustrations, ecology and inspiration. Uh, whereabouts out at Donington um, is this being set up? So if anybody knows uh, kind of the layout of Donington, it's uh, you drive through Donington and, you know, you drive through to the car park and next to the car park is a wagon shed and it's open fronted. So you presumably be able to see it uh, from the car park anyway. And that's free access. You don't need to book in. You don't need, you know, that you can just walk in. It's like any other gallery. And we're in there from Wednesday the 16th till Sunday the 20th of February. And yes, like I say, no need to book. Just wander in and there'll be students around, you know, uh, the, that have um, participated in the exhibition. I might be there. It just depends what time of the day you catch me. And uh, I'm... The students and myself are more than happy, more than happy to talk about the artwork. It's getting us to shut up about the artwork. That's actually quite a, quite a difficult thing to do sometimes. Fantastic. Thank you, Wayne. Bino, back to you. Um, Wayne's done the big sell on the Doddington Hall wagon shed. 
people do need to book in for your walks. Um, is the best way to do that to go to the website? Uh, yes, indeed, they have to book and uh, they have the information on the website. Is The booking is very quick uh, and it's done because we need to know numbers, especially for the walks that we do with uh, dogs. Of course you do. And um, I suspect stout footwear and a, a good coat against the storms and winds that may be battering us later on this week. Uh, yes, the, 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 um, the walks are around 40, 45 minutes and it's on very gentle ground. So there isn't any steep uh, uh, slope that we, we are going to do. But, but uh, yes, uh, good boots and, uh, and uh, protection from uh, wind and uh, rain uh, is, is very much useful. And of course, right at the end of it, you do not need to panic because Doddington also has wonderful facilities. They've got the restaurants, they've got a cafeteria, um, which I'm sure will be doing <laughs> some very good business after people yes. have spent 40 minutes wandering around the estate with you. So Bino Machiolo and Wayne Lockwood, thank you very much indeed for joining us here on Siren Radio, talking about loving your landscape getting back to um, looking at how rewilding is working at Doddington Hall. This all runs from Wednesday the 16th to Sunday the 20th of February. If you uh, Google uh, loving your landscape and then put Uni University of Lincoln next to it, you will get yourself to the uh, website. Uh, and there are various other things you could be interested in, the sounds of Doddington, connecting with the wild, and also one uh, which um, you might end up eating some of the produce that has been produced by um, what's been going on at the Doddington Hall Wagon Shed. But for the moment, to Bino and to Wayne, thank you very much indeed for joining us here on Siren Radio. Thank, thank you, Andrew. You. Thank you.